0: Jack, guess what? We're gonna do this again. But this time you get to watch me and Jay as we do it. For those listening over on the podcast, it's the Paul and Jay show. woo Alright. Woohoo! You're listening to Electrician Live with your host Paul and mm-hmm. Jay. Blum. Halloween edition. Spooks everywhere. Maybe you're watching Ghost Hunters, or maybe you're watching something else. All the spooks in the house. So welcome over on the podcast. Again, my name is Paul Abernathy, your co-host with me, Jay Grunberg. Your other co-host, or should we say tonight, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. That's it. He doesn't even do the voice. He does I don't know, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. He turns into something. Beetlejuice. Anyway, would it fitting for it to be the Halloween edition and the computer doesn't work, the stream doesn't work, <laughs> <laughs> All of that stuff doesn't work. How fitting is that, right? Uh, you said you didn't like Halloween. Halloween does not like you. No, it is not. Obviously not. And, again, <laughs> everything. So uh, thanks, everybody, for, for joining us. Hopefully you'll check out the show again. Sorry for a few minutes late uh, for the show. But to tonight's show is horror stories on job sites and what you might have run into or experienced. <laughs> you know anything that you might have uh you know witnessed firsthand Jay's going to share some stories tonight and uh if you want to call in with any yes. of your stories the number is scrolling across the bottom of the screen so it's 214-945-0653 and so Jay let's quantify what we mean by horror stories if you you know you watch somebody lose an arm that's a sad thing it's it's unfortunate but it is a horror story. It did happen. Um, or, you know, in my case, I wasn't going to share one with you, but I will share it a little, a little bit later. Um, that did result in a death. But it's been 30 years ago now, so, um, or over that. So, I mean, it was a horror story. I I witnessed it. So, and that was well before PPE was a big deal. You know, we're talking late 80s, uh, before everybody it blew up and things like that. So.
1: I think, I think after 30 years of grieving, grieving's probably over with. They've probably, you know, said their goodbyes, and it's okay to share that story, Paul.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. You need That's to good.
0: share it. I'm going to share it. Got to vent. Got to let it go. Got to um, share it. But feel free to, to type in any of your questions. They'll be available on the screen, and people can see it uh, and uh, everything like that. So, Jay, first of all, I guess I should say, Jay, um, before we even get in that, how, how's, your, how's your week been? in a good
1: week? Oh, no, my week's been great. Actually, these these last couple of weeks that we haven't been airing up to this point have been amazing. Um yeah, that's that's all I can say. Work is steady. Work is going really good. We're actually surprisingly picking up more now than we usually than previous years going into the holidays, so it's good.
0: Yeah. COVID hasn't hasn't been so so bad. I mean, you know, I say bad. I mean, not bad for the sense of In a sense of business, Uh, it's been very good for Electrical Code Academy. I guess people are locked in their home and, you know, and they're studying up because obviously we know if you get that license, you're going to make more money and move up more responsibility, maybe even be your own boss one day. Speaking of which, speaking of which, Jay, essential electrical calculations. Okay. Got a seminar coming up on November 21st, 2020 on calculations six hours of calcs it's going to take one hour for lunch so it's you know six full hours and um the lunch hour doesn't count okay but <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna start and and do the the six hours and we're gonna cover all the essential electrical calculations that you would you know really need to know not so much exam prep but i mean you really need to know them um, and again so that's on november 21st you can sign up for that by going to com. And you can get information there on the seminar, and that is our sponsor for tonight all right very good I'll so, be there you'll be there Jay'll be there yep or beetlejuice I'll be there and so tell us a little bit uh start us off with a with a horror story now I will tell you back when I was inspector um there was a lot of jobs that I went to that it would classify as a horror story, okay just based on some of the electrical stuff that was done that You know, so there's a horror in a sense of looking at stuff and know that it's done wrong. And then there's a horror stories when you witness something significant, that type of thing. So I'll probably bring some of those up tonight, but go ahead and start us off with a horror
1: story. Yep. So I I have, uh, I have my top five horror stories. The first one's going from, um, five, four, three, two to one. So this one's not too, too crazy, but we were, um, I was a second year apprentice, and we were doing a big Toyota dealership. And I was working um, outside for I don't know three months, and we were doing all the the uh, ons We were doing all the outside um, lighting, all the PVC underground to feed these uh, lights, the, the parking lot lights. And I mean, again, this is a huge dealership from the ground up. So we had just completed. Putting in all the p v c running it without backfilling the trenches, well, my buddy Greg Sanders was Sanders Brothers Electric from Colorado Springs. <laughs> He'd laugh um, he was on the ditch witch and um without any locates we didn't we didn't he didn't know there was a four inch main water pipe line that he was going to go across <laughs> And mm he hits this line man it's a sunny day and this parking lot fills up with water and all you start seeing is the pvc pipe start raising up and it was like no i mean it was it was raising up out of its ditch that it was buried in and and literally just kind of moving to the flow of the water so we had a run and 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 everybody's scrambling it's muddy it's it's sunny. we're trying to put you know hey put put as much dirt in the hole as you can and so anyways, we finally got it shut off and um um after a few days of letting it dry out the the pipe ended up going back down we had we had certain areas where we had a spot dig we had to get in there again with with our little um i don't know their little foot, maybe six twelve inch shovels. you just get in there right, and, and, get in and between dig a couple and spots to it out.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's very common for raceways. You know, people want to refer to those as duck banks. But typically, if it's normal 600 volt applications, you put raceways in the ground. They float up all the time if you don't secure them down, you know, that type of thing. So, but yeah, so I could, that would screw your day. I know, I wouldn't call it a horror story, but I know that people have been out digging, ditch witching. Or uh, I used to know of guys that would, would go out and do a lot of the, um, uh, running some some lines in the ground just for a simple easy project and then all of a sudden hit something underground that just ruins their whole day right or, or something oh, yeah. like that or cut somebody's telephone lines because sometimes they barely put those under the ground and you're going through there and you cut it and now you've got to, you know just, of course <laughs> you're supposed to call them what miss utility whatever and come out and mark those things but
1: Eight one one dig yeah, or something, dig it,
0: but it always happened. Hey, I got uh, Elwood's made a statement. He, I think he's asking when is uh, Electrical Code Academy going to get into the continuing education game? And Elwood, we're already in that game. We partnered with um, my CEU Depot, which is a, another affiliate of ours, and we offer continuing education on our website. You just got to go under courses. You'll see continuing ed, and you can get continuing ed through there. Okay. They're not taught by me because I like to do classroom stuff when I do CEUs. But these are a partnership, and you're going to get the credit you need, and it's all done online. So check it out <laughs> myceudepot.com. Or again, go to our website, and down at the bottom, you know, down at the website under courses, you'll see CEU. Um, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm an in-person guy when it comes to training courses like that. And, and by the way, Jay, as you remember, I just came back from Oklahoma. So I did do a CEU class just recently in Oklahoma. Um, funny, I asked them, do I wear a mask? And they were all like, that's eh, optional. So right there in Texas, yeah. everybody's wearing a mask. You go up to Oklahoma, they're like, did you don't want worry about to wear, it. it, don't worry about it. So it's funny. So that's a horror story. No, so anyway, all right. So that's a good one. the the floating well, The floating raceway. There you go.
1: The, the the floating raceway, and and after a few, about a week or two, once we backfilled and tamped it all down because we did our own tamping. I worked for Wayne's Electric at the time. We dug our own uh, trenches. We backfilled them. We set our own caissons. We we did everything. We the only thing we didn't do was locates for grading and stuff. But once we had it graded, we would we would write the grade on the little painter stick or out, uh, it's not painter stick, but the grading sticks that they have. And we would, we would slope it to grade. Um, mm-hmm. So we ran these con, the, these raceways, the PVC in three quarter. And with all that water and dirt getting inside of it, we would pull, I don't know, maybe two boats. And when I refer to boats, I'm talking about uh, hot conductors sharing the neutral. So we'd have the, the, the um, black, red, blue, and a and a white sharing, those those three sharing the neutral. So we pulled two boats through there. And one day we try to pull the longest pull because we started with the longest pull. On one end we have the we have uh, um, some guys feeding the wire. On the other end we have the uh, mule tape tied to a tugger that's connected to the um to the ditch witch itself, and we're pulling it with the ditch witch. And the line breaks, man. The head yeah. comes apart. It, it took us five hours to end up, um, pulling it in. And by the time it broke, it took us the, uh, the rest of the three hours of pull it back out. It was a bad I, day, man. I've
0: had that situation come with a lot bad of people with, that call us, you know, and say, Hey Paul, we, we had a, a 500 foot pull and the, 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 the heads came off or something happened inside. And what do we do? The wires are in there. And I'm like, oops, I lost my dude. Um, I'm like, what do you, pull it back out because you still had the other end and you're going to have to repull it and hopefully you don't damage the wire because I don't know any other way to do it. It broke off. It's, it is what it is. Um, you know, a reason, not a horror story, I guess, but there's a reason a lot of times when people are preparing conductors with pulling heads and people will, will cut the insulation off and they'll put these pulling heads and crimp these heads on. Um, I noticed that people were actually scoring the, first layer of conductor around there. They were using these cutters that cut around it like a pipe cutter. And they were trying sure. to use you know same thing you'd use to cut like pecs or, or copper. copper but they use those, a lot of people find themselves using that. They put it on the conductor with the insulation, tighten it down and ream it around and it cuts the insulation off. But that puts a cut in the actual conductor. So then when they sure. put the head on and they crimped it and then they put it in a pool and they pull it under tension those first layer gave away and it pulled oh. the head right off because they scored around the conductor. So this was bigger. This was like 500 KC Mills and 250s and things like that. So don't do that because uh, it makes for a bad day, right? I don't know if that's a horror story or not. All right. All right. What's next? Give me another. Give me another. Give me another horror story.
1: Horror story.
0: You know that the the raceway deal is only a horror story when you look back and you realize one the guy realized he cut it, right, <laughs> and, and now he's like, damn, a simple operation just turned a bit complicated, right, and it's it, nothing messes the rest of your day up, okay,
1: yeah, and I mean it also just makes you realize that how much more would have been for cost wise to just go maybe with a one inch, mm-hmm. and you'd have had just a little extra room in there to mm-hmm. to pull so. Mm-hmm. We, we started using one inch from there. Okay, fourth, number four, horror story, mm-hmm. was one that I ended up creating. So I was doing an underground service, and we were swapping out – or sorry, underground. We were doing a panel upgrade, and the service feed were underground. Service entrance was underground. So I, I'm live. I don't have time to call Excel to shut it down. They don't come out for weeks. And then on the weekends, they only come out if you're dying – it's crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, so I'm taking off the meter because I'm I have to put in a new meter, and I pull the 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 off the meter and I pull the meter out, and I'm looking on the top of the meter where the line side from Excel comes in, and the conductors are probably about this long that the bare conductor wire where so normally it's it? oh yeah it's stripped twice as long as what it needed to be stripped, mm-hmm. and it kind of. Drew a red flag is in a way just to be a, a little extra careful. And as I'm taking the first one out, I'm, I'm taking it out and I'm undoing the the lug on there and the lug slips off. And as the lug slips off, it hits part of the, um, the enclosure. And as I'm pulling the wire away, the wire hits the lug. The lug hits the enclosure. Big arc right hey. in front of my face. And Paul, I wasn't wearing—I wasn't wearing any protection uh, PPE. I wasn't wearing uh, safety glasses. I wasn't wearing a shield. None of this stuff. <laughs> and uh, and my apprentice is right next to me, and I swear I could feel the heat of the arc, like pretty much did that to scorched your face, the side like of my there. face
0: Yeah,
1: right here. Right there, it scorched like it. <laughs>
0: hey. hey. Hey, Paul, Paul says in the chat, he says, if you say Basement King three times, and Jay will appear at your job site with a subpanel in hand. God, that could come in pretty handy. You know, if every time I did that, I get a free subpanel because Jay shows up, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Basement King, Basement King, Basement King. Hey, it's funny you sh- I should say that, because last night the ghost hunters were actually doing a ghost thing at the Tiger King's place up in Oklahoma. I was like, you gotta be crapping me. Oh, hey, come it's on. It's not like he's dead or anything. But, I don't know. Anyway, they were supposedly got a bunch of hits, if you like that. If you believe it. I don't, I'm not, I don't like that ghost hunter show, because they they're so, they, they go crazy. They act like, oh, Here they go ghost hunting for something, and then when they do hear something, they go, they scream like a bunch of little girls. Ah! Right. What did you think you were going to get? You're you're ghost hunting. You're looking for stuff. You've been doing this for years. Craziest crap I've ever seen. But I still can't stop watching it, you know. I
1: don't know why. Yeah, it's intriguing. It right. uh, definitely pulls you in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so basement king. I guess I'll go to the next one. Um stepping it up a notch. Um many, many years ago, this is not the death one here. Many, many years ago, it was on a job site that has been done downtown uh Charlottesville, Virginia. And it was a multi-story building, and one of the people, and I don't know if he was, I don't think he was an electrician, but he was on the job site, and I was, he was walking along, and there was an opening in the floor. And he was doing something or carrying something or wasn't paying attention. It was before they were guarding it, and now you go on job sites and you have a hole in the floor. You know, they had to put a guardrail around it. Oh, yeah. Or, or something over it. Uh, but he was going along and actually fell through the hole in the floor. It fell three stories down. And, you know, the ambulance had to come and, and rush him to the hospital. And I don't know the outcome of that, but I think it was pretty, pretty bad. Because uh, he, he fell down like three stories down to the, the basement area. Um, also happened to my brother uh, on a job site as well back then. I mean, this is back in the, in the mid-'80s and uh he ended up being okay, but he did fall through a hole in the floor because again it's you 're focused on stuff you're doing stuff, and again he he didn't notice it or they didn't cover it up or didn't have railings or guard railing. not like we're very conscious of that stuff today, but back then, you know yeah. job sites there's not you know wasn't as much of a uh, a awareness that's put on the safety aspect of it most certainly so I witnessed that. Um, I didn't witness my brothers, but I witnessed that. In um, again, that didn't turn out. That kind of that kind of stopped the job site, you know, pretty pretty quickly when the ambulances have to come and everything. And, and it's you know, oh yeah,
1: you shut down for the day. Yeah, it's it's Everybody nobody go home.
0: Yeah, nobody else to me. And of course, if that's the case. Then then OSHA, uh, even then, yeah. you know, would have to come involved. They're never there until something happens, and then you know they're there. So at least I think they, they came, but I'm saying that's usually what would happen. But I don't, I don't remember because at that time I wasn't as, you know, um, into all that stuff. You know, I wasn't into the, the NFPA 70s and, the, and, the, and all that kind of stuff. I just was doing work, just doing work, uh, working on things live, man, going crazy, you know, being a crazy live. person. Live. So, uh, Emmy, welcome to the chat. He says, uh, Beetlejuice. That's right. Very Beetlejuice. Nice. J. Beetlejuice to Grunberg. Yes. I'm just playing. Look, like, I got nothing. I got, here, I got Mini-Me. Right here. Uh, <laughs> Mini-Me, the the bear from, what are these things? Tie bears. I got hundreds of <laughs> these things. We used to collect these things, and they're useless. They're worth nothing now. But anyway, we got them. I'm thinking of giving them to St. Jude so they can give them to a, to a, uh, you know, a bunch of little kids because we have a bunch of these. So,
1: Paul Paul's the Grinch. Okay, deep down inside, you, he's 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 the Grinch.
0: You're, dude. You're a mean one, <laughs> Mister Paul. All right, Mister Paul. Yeah. So I could have done some. I could so, at least wore a mask or something. I could oh, I was as, gonna say I could have gone as Bane in uh, Batman or, or something. You know, with the mask on. <laughs> You know, I could have gotten something. I could have gone Darth Vader. Jay Brenberg. <gasps> the are strong with this one. All right, anyway. But well, I didn't. it
1: sounds like he's taking a hit off the hookah or something.
0: So, yeah, that's sure. From, like, what yeah, the heck? In Colorado, yeah, in Colorado, I'm sure it's a hookah. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: So, hookah. uh. Right. All right. The, so, anyway, that's the uh, that's my makeup. Horror story the makeup comes from the wife she did this in about 10 minutes and uh off topic but but two two or three years ago we dressed up as um harley quinn and the joker oh yeah and she took about an hour and a half on my makeup man and it was phenomenal i mean i kid you not she does the greatest makeup for someone who doesn't do it professionally so big kudos to her man she uh
0: well, She's she got to get a it. lot of work on her hands to make you look like something. Okay. Makes I, I am you know saying? I'm saying. I'm saying telling you. Paul I'm the saying. Wizard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paul the Wizard man, yeah. so The Wizard of Oz. My hand behind the curtain. The wizard of Oz. <laughs> Definitely. I'm behind the curtain. All right. All right. What do you what do you got? What's what's another story? So uh
1: we were we were uh working at the Toyota dealership, same place where the underground flood happened. Um, we were working, and some most of the lighting in there was 277. And Gary, we're not there was doing
0: electrical code questions tonight. This is Electrician Live. That's Wednesday nights, unless you have questions unrelated to calculations or exam prep or something like that. It's not the topic tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, or call in. The number's down there. Call no, in. I'm not answering No, any no, no. For a anymore. horror story. Give us no, a horror story. you got a story. horror
0: story, call in. I'm not yeah, answering no. This is Electrician Live. This isn't. Or uh... though Robert will get upset. Remember Robert? Oh, yeah, Bob. 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 Is it? Was it Bob? Bob. Bye. Yeah, once
1: you once once Gary, uh, email
0: want... me. Oh, e- email me your questions. You can email me at info i n f o at masterthenec dot com. I'll be more than happy to answer your electrical code questions if you have one. <laughs> all right, so, this is this is my breakaway from electrical code Saturday nights. So great, anyway, man. all right, Beetlejuice, get it, hit, hit me with it.
1: So so we're troubleshooting, and it didn't happen to me. It happened to a, an apprentice, probably the same year, probably second or third year, and he's yeah. and, and they had already done the ceiling grid we've already put troffers in the two by four troffers that lay into the ceiling grid it was probably in the office area of one of the main offices on the main floor or whatever and the guy's up there and he's he, he's on top of a ladder and, and he's using the ladder properly but he's in, inside the j box and for some reason some way that the wire nut came off and he ended up holding on to the hot and touching on to that grid And he he got hung up on the 277, Mm. and he actually, a buddy of his, seen him tied up, and he kicked the ladder. I
0: was going to say, that's the only thing, because you touch him or grab onto him, you got a problem. The falling or breaking away is probably what saved his life.
1: That's what saved him, man. And mm-hmm. and luckily enough, the the other guy, the other gentleman that was working with him, was alert, and he went up and he he kicked the ladder, and the guy just fell down, hit his head pretty hard. Um, had to had to sit out for like two weeks, man. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was just it was just scary to know that those guys get hung up there. And do you? Yeah, it was it was two seventy seven. The the lighting in there, there's just so many circuits that it just made sense to go with 277, 480 for mm-hmm. the lighting. Um,
0: well, the lighting was probably 277, probably 480 in the, uh, for, entire for the system. system itself. Yeah.
1: Right. Whereas in like the receptacles were the, were the one twenty two hundred eight. But, uh, anyways, he got hung up, man. And it was, it was an eye opener for all of us. Cause again, some of the bigger companies, they say the apprentices shouldn't be working on things live. And, and I agree. And also, also sometimes we just get in too big of a hurry, right? Mm-hmm. We try to go, oh, man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show them I can do it. And then something happens, and it almost took his life. So, yeah.
0: oh. so that was,
1: that's, that's my number three.
0: Okay. Um, I have a horror story. Uh, that thank God it didn't happen to me. But, again, you're talking about getting kind of quick and kind of doing things, really you know, trying to get done in a quick and not paying attention. Uh, And this is the reason why there's many sites today that are knifeless sites. They don't let you use a knife. Um, I think it's okay. You learn how to use it. It's a tool. Um, But anywho, a guy was stripping out large tray cable using a knife, and he was not paying attention. He was stripping. It was thick, and he was trying to get it through. Anyway, it slipped, and he literally cut all of the meat off of his finger all the way down to the bone. So from the top part all the way down to the nail, not the bottom part, the top part all the way down. So you got half of a finger, the bone here, this whole piece was, was folded off. The nail part is folded off. Only thing it was holding was the tip on the end. And ironically enough, you would have thought that it would have been blood everywhere. This was amazing. Not amazing in a sense that we're just sitting there staring at it going, God, that's amazing. But no, we were looking at it going, how come this is not bleeding more than it was? Right? Because it was just literally, I don't know how to explain it. It was, you know, I guarantee for him, but we, what they did was we took it and folded it back down, which ironically caused him more pain than it than that, down because the bone was starting to want to poke up out of the tip, and so this part would have just flopped down. So we took it and folded that back over, put some, you know, wrapped some, um, I can't remember what we, you know what, I think I remember we used a lunch bag, or a, you know, because that's all we had was like a brown bag, wrapped it in a brown bag, and then put some tape around it loosely, and then, again, put it in some ice. Somebody had a cooler, and then got him to the hospital. And he came back to the job uh, you know, a while back and you know, it, it was it actually healed. It hadn't died or the skin or the meat or whatever you want to call it. Ooh, that sounds terrible.
1: But like he preserved the, it for a little bologna, bit. The baloney the oh. baloney that
0: came off, <laughs> the salami that came off actually went back. Right? I'm not
1: eating salami for like a week now, dude.
0: That is so gross. You know, it's like a it was like a Vienna sausage just ripped open. <laughs> so anyway, you know. So anyway, the point was he ended up coming back to work. He had full use of it. You could you could tell, but they had stitched it, and and, and he was and he didn't lose it. It was amazing, amazing what we can do today, right? If you get there in time, I mean. You remember the old Bobbitt story years ago where the Bobbitt got his, you know, cut off? You know what I'm saying? remember that story in the news? Or maybe you're not old enough to remember that story. No, but anyway, I remember. there was a Bobbitt thing, like whatever, cut the guy's, you know, thingy uh. thing. And they put it back, you know, whatever, mm. something like that. I mean, well, again, it's not as critical as the finger, I guess. But, or maybe, well, I guess more. <laughs> more, 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 <laughs> more. <laughs> I've been married for... 30, 35 years. Trust me, these are more critical these days. I'm just telling you. But at the end of the day, at least he got his finger back, you know. All right. So,
1: anyway, You still are an electrical show, okay, guys? Yes, it's,
0: it's electrical. Okay. <laughs>
1: oh, that is so uh, funny. You know, uh, you know, I had I had one where uh, back to the finger stories. I was I was a probably first year apprentice, and and I'm using a sawzall and. I put the blade on cuz some of those sawzaws are universal where you can put the blade on, you can put the blade facing down or you can face it up. And I put the blade in probably upside down so it's facing up. And and I have the sawzall to where the battery now is facing up instead of facing down. So it's pretty much upside down. And I'm cutting this piece of PVC and I'm and, and as I'm cutting, as I'm pulling the trigger, I'm also sawing it cuz I don't know how to use this thing properly, right? So it's it's going
0: I'm not Come even joking, on. man. You know, I'm not these, even
1: joking. Jay's
0: one of these guys you'd see in one of those memes that's using a sawzall without pulling the trigger. He's just moving the saw back and forth. You know, can you all picture that? I can picture Jay doing that. And I'd be looking at him. I wouldn't even have the heart to say something to him. I'd be just like, okay, rookie. Yeah, just let him, let him do it. He can make a battery last all day because you don't even use it. That's all right. This right. <laughs> so, lasts all week, all month. Did you see that? Did you see Caleb's story where he was in a porta john, and the guy with the backhoe knocked the knocked the porta john over while he was in it? Not a horror story, but a nasty, stinky story. That
1: sounds like the general contractor's assistant must have not liked Caleb.
0: I know. Must have waited until you had to go to the potty and must said,
1: "Have done him dirty, buddy." <laughs> oh, have <yeah, laughs>
0: done him dirty. He said. Also, he says he saw a bricklayer wasn't wearing fall protection and fell off a scaffolding and got a compound fracture of his leg. You know, it brings another story. I have seen those, the guys; they get on those those scaffoldings around the building, and I have yeah. seen incidents, but not fracture a leg. I I saw a guy get impaled, oof, on a piece of rebar. Um, luckily, it just went through the side, you know, like his obliques. Oof. But I've seen. I have seen. I didn't think about that until just now. I remember seeing it. Literally, the guy was like, I don't know. The guy was like, you know, Superman because he didn't even cry. I mean, I'd have been like, Oh my god, you know, because you know, I mean, I've got a lot of obliques here. But he did it, and he just acted like it was nothing. Uh,
1: those clears you know? are tough, man. They are, man. They're I'm tough. Like, They're tough.
0: Anyway, so anyway, think Caleb. I just remembered that one, but again, probably not as. good. I don't know. Is What's that, that? Is that as gory as a fractured leg to watch somebody get impaled with a rebar? I, guess
1: I mean, so. at, at that moment, you're probably like, whoa, did I just. It's like that moment where you're like, did I just see what I just saw? Like, like you're kind of you, you almost have to take a step back when you see mm-hmm. something like that, because it's, it's so shocking. You don't see it all the time. And that rebar is, what, eighths thick, mm-hmm. three quarter inch thick. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a good puncture wound, man.
0: I got an unelectrical-related horror story. Back when I was about 15 years old, I had a neighbor come to our house in our backyard, and we had a pipe that sticks up in the backyard near the back fence. It was a sharp, jagged pipe that I don't know why it was there, why my family left it there. Anyway, I pushed the kid onto it, and it impaled his leg. Wait a minute. I shouldn't have said that. I always yeah, told I him. I, I, I told him all those years it was an accident. Oh, oh. Oh.
1: Yeah, well, he'll okay. forgive you. I'll forgive you. You <laughs> were
0: kids. You're kids. I'll edit that in okay. post. All right, I was a kid. I was a kid. <laughs> I didn't like him anyway. All right. So, what's what's next? All right. He he Let's ended see up we here. ended up being we ended up being good friends years later. Until he this until he watches this episode. All right. So, <laughs> he's, go, he's what's not, next?
1: He's not going to be your friend. So that that the time I was using the saws upside down and I was hitting hitting the button. It actually bounced off of the pipe. I, I didn't even really get a good score on the on the pipe, and it bounced off. And I'm holding the trigger, and as I'm holding the trigger, the saw now bounces onto my my index finger, man, and mm. and it cuts right below the the nail bed. And now mm. it, it didn't go down too far, but it went down far enough to where the bottom of my nail, where it ends, that's inside of your actual right, underneath you go, your, where skin it, of your where, finger, where
0: it goes into the flesh.
1: It is laying on top of my flesh now. It's it's laying on. To, you, I I I, und, I exposed it all pretty much, mm. and at that point, the first thing I did was 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 grab it with my hand. Second thing I did was was wrap it with electrical tape, and then um, I went right to the. It's always direction. electrical no, I think tape, I,
0: Dude, It is that's, electricians. That's, that's that, our band aids, man. That is our band aid. It's always the electrical tape, but I somehow picture Jay just. Crying like a beach but uh, ah, no, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, you did. I hear you. Okay.
1: No, so I might have shed a tear on that one because it hurt, and my nail actually goes it, it, when when it came back because it fell off. It grew. Now it's going at an angle, probably the, to, to the angle that I saw it at. He Ugh. thinks we oh. can.
0: He thinks we can actually see that. You
1: know. That's hey man. Okay, make make your, your eyes check, brother.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's that five dollar camera you got. Hey. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Next next horror story. Now this horror story did happen to me. Um and it happened to me not I say not that long ago. Uh it it was um uh I was still an electrical contractor. Um I had a big multi-million dollar house going on in Harrisonburg, Virginia. And I needed to get it done. I was out on the job. M.A., mm, uh, it's very sad that I don't answer your question. Do you not know what tonight is? What is it? it well, what was the
1: quick? Can you show he, is simulation here simulation this course? In this this course? is
0: Electrician Live, M.A. This isn't Wednesday night exam prep fast track live. This is Electrician Live. Tonight's episode is talking about horror stories on the job site, so I'm sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, rather call in. Tell I us the teach, story. I teach literally thousands of people for free the National Electrical Code. I do Wednesday night for free. I teach <laughs> tons of people. And the one night no that good. I do Electrician Live, you're going to bust my balls. About <laughs> what? Because I don't answer your question? <laughs> Bye-bye. Told you. Whatever. The Grinch. the grinch i'm sorry (laughs) i'm just saying all right so anyway what was i talking about jay oh so i was on this job site and we were trying to get the job done and i was up on a ladder now i have these ladders um that uh was um the hell you call those things little giants oh sure so I use a little Giants, And you know, if people say, oh, God, Paul, you shouldn't be using a metal ladder for, up, for electrical. And I'm like, dude, it's a rough end. Ain't no power on. <laughs> you know? And, and everybody's like, Paul, you, you, don't, you should not use a metal ladder to do electrical work. Man, lighten the heck up. If you're not working on stuff, that, you shouldn't be working on electrical circuits live anyway. You should turn That's them true. off. There's no reason to work yeah. on it live. Now, if I was working outside, working on the point of attachment, and I was making a connection, and I knew those conductors were live, then I would have a fiberglass ladder or something like that. Other than that, ain't no damn problem with a metal ladder. Don't buy into the people's BS selling you that BS, okay? Whatever. Fiberglass ladder costs you three times as much. I don't need it for this application. I'm not working on something live. I'm just saying. So, again, for those that say you can't use a metal ladder for doing electrical work, you don't know what you're talking about. What are yeah. you talking about? Because you shouldn't be working on things live anyway. So anyway, point. Point being, so I had this little giant up, and I'm, we're roughing it in. We're, we're pulling the non-metallic cable, and I'm putting boxes up. And I'm running behind. It's getting dark. And I'm in the, one of the master bedrooms, and I'm putting up a ceiling fan uh, box. And I'm putting it up. And you, if you've ever been on these little giants, you notice the way the rungs are thinner, as you go up, they, they're thinner. Yeah. And because and, and c- the inside moves up in it. So anyway, I'm up on it. And usually, you know, you pop up on a ladder. You pop off a ladder. You know, we probably do that really too quickly because you could spin it, you know, twist an ankle or knee or whatever. Anyway, I stepped back off the ladder. And I was up near the top. I stepped back, Jay, and I missed a rung. Oh. And I literally fell off eight feet up. Oh. And the back of my head hit the wall. And that's what probably kept me from breaking my neck because it, I fell um. back. It caught me like that. And, and it kind of broke my fall. Rather than falling flat out, my helpers were there. And, and, you know, they come running in there. I was just trying to move so quickly. And literally, they said that I was out for like a minute or two minutes. They, were, you know, they don't remember anything. And then all of a sudden, I'm, 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 I'm all of a sudden. I'm like, "Hey, hey, what are we doing? Where are we at?" Right. So, at the end of the day, that was a a situation where, you know, I was moving way too quickly. Yeah. Um, his Harry with another electrical code question that is, <laughs> is not for Electrician Live. Okay. It, it, people are too familiar or, with my Wednesday night exam prep, or they like to ask me code questions. Okay. Harry, what's your question? Do you bond neutrals and grounds in a three-phase panel? You never bond neutrals and grounds together on the load side of a service disconnecting means. So that would be at a, a, multi, uh, a uh, remote distribution panel. You want to isolate it. It doesn't matter whether it's three-phase or single-phase. You never want to have improper case to neutrals because that creates what's called objectionable current and 250.6 talks about objectionable current and what you have to do to mitigate objectionable current. One way that you get objectionable current is by connecting neutrals and grounds together downstream of the service disconnecting means. That's why you have to run four conductors to a remote distribution panel. That's why you have to run four (laughs) conductors to a range. That's why you have to run four conductors to a dryer, okay? Because you do not want to have improper case to neutrals downstream of your main service panel okay does it answer your question harry <laughs> yes. Paul's like
1: Beetlejuice. They, it was the third time they asked him the third code question. Third it just, it just question triggered him, man. Gonna, gonna Something trigger just me. triggered you, bro. You just went right in, and it was—you answered it, but it wasn't nice. was It, <laughs> it was like it that was good. Nice. I mean, it was—it was quick, and 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 you—you you got to the point, man. You I'm, got to. The I, point. I love it. I, I apologize. Ah, man, this is hey Harry. Hey. Come back again, man. don't you know, send an email. You're okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah right. Yeah all right. Right. Ask just people ask your damn electrical questions. I'll answer them. I don't care. All right. So yeah, that was my um, that was my falling off the ladder experience. And I tell you what, thank God that wall was there because if that had been a full flat out fall from eight feet up,
1: oh yeah, I don't know, man. You'd have probably went to the hospital for sure.
0: Oh yeah, oh
1: yeah. You're in the hospital and and ladders running running around with ladders whether it's whether it's moving a ladder taking it down and going to the next spot bringing it upstairs bringing it into different locations even taking it off the truck or putting it in there's just if you, if you just go too fast with these things they, they just cause a problem themselves and really no. you can yeah
0: well you know those those little giants man uh, them things are heavy too I mean, I've got a video out there that you can go watch on my YouTube channel, and I did a review of um, not a little giant, but um, what the heck is that thing called? The uh, what is that thing? The one from Home Depot. Um, oh, the gorilla? gorilla! Is
1: it like gorilla. the gorilla ladder? Yeah, I
0: love it. I love me a damn gorilla ladder. I'm gonna tell you yeah, right now. I have one, but they're heavy. Heavy.
1: Oh, they are heavy yeah so heavy.
0: anyway, carrying that thing around the job site anyway so anyway, that's my horror story. what do you, what, do you, what else do you got?
1: So we were working at DU, which is Denver University huge project um, and we' the masons were probably I don't know maybe 15 feet in the air uh, doing mason work and they've they've been doing mason work on the whole project the whole time. So they've been doing it for about nine months and they're, and they just keep going up and up and up with it. And one day it was, it was on a Friday, believe it or not. Most accidents actually happen on Fridays. Um, Cause everybody's in a hurry to get out of there. And this, this Mason, I think he was an apprentice Mason takes, takes a solid brick or one that he messed up. He, he had a solid brick and he tried to chop a piece and the piece didn't cut right. And and instead of looking down, because a lot of those guys, they, they throw their their bricks down into a pile or, or whatnot. And, and um, well, he ended up throwing this brick down without looking what was below, and it was his foreman. His foreman was walking underneath him, and his foreman had a hard hat on, but it didn't hit him in the hard hat. It hit him in the back of the neck. Mm. And the guy just went down like a sack of potatoes, man. Just yeah, went hard down. hard hat
0: doesn't do you Ooh. any good if it don't hit it in the hard hat. Yeah.
1: And, and so, the, yeah, so this guy's down on the ground. The ambulance came. Ambulance, boom, bom, bomb ambulance, boom, boom, came. I don't have and, any music uh, for that. sorry. <laughs> and so, so they came, and, and like your situation, they shut down the, the job site. We, we all had to go home early. Oh, yeah. And we didn't get paid, obviously. We had to clock out because. Dude, I'm getting is. paid. No,
0: you can't get paid. I didn't get hit in the head.
1: I know, but you're leaving. You're not working. Yeah, they didn't pay. Well, we had 30 guys on that job site, man. Mm. You, know, you think 30 oh, times. Right. I, I think by yeah, 10 I'm, o'clock.
0: You're right. I'm not paying either because if I'm the owner, I'm thinking, yeah, y'all ain't working. <laughs> I'm not paying.
1: No, well, that's so, terrible.
0: So what happened to the guy?
1: Well, so they they ended up actually letting the apprentice go because of not following the proper safety protocols when it comes to um, you know throwing your bricks down. And then the mm. foreman. He ended up uh, being paralyzed, man. He's, he's in a wheelchair and he's got that neck stabilizer and last oh, is time I this checked, the one he, you
0: were telling me about
1: Yeah, this was the one i was I was telling you about, and
0: So go back again. It, so the apprentice or an apprentice threw yep. what again so so he he
1: had a full brick, full, a full good sized brick a full brick, but he he made a cut on it, but it was the wrong cut, so he wanted not use
0: this, and he tossed it.
1: Throws it over his back shoulder, not looking what's behind him. And and what's crazy is is at this point you have heavy machine operators running around. They're 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 on skidsters bringing you the bricks. You have um what are they, the the brick mixer machines. So you got to be careful. It's really loud. No one can hear you. So even if you said hey watch out, they're not going to hear you. Fifteen twenty thirty feet up in the air, down below. There's just too much going on. Hmm. So. I, I just think he just made a stupid mistake and threw it over, and whether it was just him joking around or being funny, I don't think he knew his foreman was down there, but it just so happens yeah, that the foreman was down throwing there. Throwing
0: the brick, I mean, you know, it, it, when we're up on scaffolding or up on anything, we've, we have to be very aware of our tools, what we have, uh, things yeah. like Things like that. And when you're doing any tower work, you got to make sure that anything you're working with, you've got a lanyard on it or something so it doesn't fall out. But, you know, so sounds like something would happen during my day in, in the mid-80s versus something that you would see today, being that we're very aware of that type of thing. But uh, you obviously saw it. So
1: Hey, these are, these are those large jobs that you get on. And what happens is people just start getting careless. You know, you go to this job three, six months, nine months. After a while, it just... Just becomes a routine for for everybody, and then safety kind of gets thrown out of the window in in some areas. Well, it was um, like me on the ladder.
0: You know, you didn't think about it. I was in a hurry. Yeah, and I'm backing down that ladder and missed a rung. That was all she wrote. I
1: I loved working with the masons, though. I was I was put on mason duty several times, extending conduits up, whether it was bringing conduits up into the exterior walls and feed them in into different levels, floor levels, or whether it was just the outside wall packs. I, I loved it, man. I loved, we would call it babysitting them. And you know what, if, if you're on a big job and you make a mistake, the best thing to do, instead of trying to get into it with one of the um, bricklayers, uh, the masons, and you know, you're in the wrong is, is, is offer them a six pack or 12 pack of beer. Man, they will – I'm telling you what, they'll take down a whole
0: wall for you. For a (laughs) six-pack. Oh, you're going to buy me a a six-pack? Sure. where I see that might benefit you is if I have a bunch of boxes that need to be cut into into the masonry. And usually we would, you know, if you poke out your wire and you're thinking, crap, I'm going to have to come and do those. And I would hang a box on it. But, you know, you go to the bricklayers and and drop them a six-pack of beer and go – hey, I've got some boxes that are around here that are on my wire. Um, God, I'd appreciate, you know, when y'all are doing them. It's just okay right where I've got it. Cut the box <laughs> in for me. Oh, by the way, there's a six-pack in there on the counter just for yep. you. You know, man, Just for they'll, you, they'll, man. They'll cut them things out pretty. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Love so, them, man. Ricky, Ricky made a point, and I've, I've, I think I did an interview one time for – I want to think it was Lowe's for Pros that they interviewed me for something, and he says complacency. So, absolutely. So, one of the biggest things that, that can cause an electrician or anybody in general uh, to, to have an accident is getting very complacent. And when working with electricity, you never want to get complacent. Now, I will say, jumping off ladders and doing like that when I was younger, that was many years ago, um... I had a, a healthy understanding. I can promise you that never happened again. Unfortunately, you don't want it to be one and done. I did it. And, but when it came to electricity, that's one thing I will always say, that I always had a healthy respect for it, knowing that it only takes a tenth of an amp to kill you. So you never get complacent when you're going into a panel, when you're working on something. Again, most time we go into panels, they're going to be live, right? So, you know, when we're going in for service work or doing something like that. So, again... Um don't ever get complacent, okay? Accidents are going to happen on their own. You don't need to help them out any, and you can by getting complacent, definitely. So take you to my my last story was it, it resulted in a in a death, and this was back in the i can't remember back in the mid eighties uh, I was working as a a helper on a job, uh cutting my teeth earlier. And it was a big project for the University of Virginia. And um, you know what? I might even have been a journeyman. I can't remember. But I was there and watched one of the actual um, maintenance electricians, not there doing the work for our projects that we were working on, but he was the maintenance electrician of the facility was working on something, and he ended up... No, he was up on this metal... You know, the the ladders that... This, they're not ladders. They're steps, and they're, they're like where you push them around. They got wheels on them, and they got a handrail. It's like what you would use to get out of an airplane kind of thing, and they were pushing it over and using that to get to things, and they were doing a stringer of, of lights, and they were using this to stand on top of it and push it down, and they were working on them, doing something... Anyway, I just remember walking around the corner, uh, talking to a bunch of buddies or whatever we were doing. Maybe it was just coming back from lunch, and we were going to our project, which was being done on the campus on the facility. I think it was McGuffey Art, McGuffey, or McCarthy Mc, McCarthy Hall or something. Anyway, it's um, I'm not sure what is right across from Barracks Road in Charlottesville. Anyway, he was on it, and we looked around and we saw a guy up there, and he was just shaking. And so he was leaning over the rail. The, the way the ladder was, it was this way. The steps was one way, and he was working sideways. So he was leaning over the rail, working on something. Oh. And anyway, his belt belly. And what happened is he had got in contact the lines across it, and he couldn't get off of it. And he had nowhere to fall. He was on top of the the ladder system, and the metal and the, and the whole thing was metal anyway. So anyway, I watched this, this guy, you know, get electrocuted and it was nothing you could do. So a bunch of us went over there with our feet and we started kicking the uh the the, lap, the the thing, but it had uh the locks on the wheels, so when you put it in place, it locked it. It said the thing on thing wouldn't move and here he's sitting there like that, so you couldn't knock him off it or anything. And uh, he ended up he ended up dying. So um, That was, you know, that was one of those situations where you you witness it early on in your career. And so when I tell people complacency, when I tell you that I have a healthy respect for electricity, even all these years that I've worked with it, um, I will tell you watching something like that happen always made me think twice when I'm working with electricity. That's why, again, I just don't work with things energized. I turn it off. I don't need to be Superman. I don't have those special set of side cutters with the notches in it that you could strip wire with it because you use it to short out a circuit because you don't know which breaker it is. I just turn them all off. Okay? So at the end of the day, I, you know, Emmy, I don't even remember what the system was. Uh, I just remember it was working on the lighting system and he was the maintenance electricians, uh, part of their group, not part of our group that was doing work on the actual. Uh, facility, a different area that we were working, but we had to go through that area and I witnessed it. Kind of a fluke thing. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, when you witness something like that, you, you respect electricity more and, and I always did. So, what's Caleb say? Was picking up one end of a pole that was carrying a roll of 4 aught and didn't lift it high enough Into the reel and dropped it on my finger and broke it in two places. Ow. Yeah. Snap. Now, I had a motorcycle accident that's unelectrically related that I snapped my femur in half. I told you about that, right? Mm. Yep. But, yeah. That sucks. That sucks. Stuff sucks. All right. You got anything else?
1: Oh, that's that's it 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 for me, man. I mean, I can't top that. I can't top a death. I mean, I didn't think you were going to go there tonight.
0: No, I really didn't
1: think you're going to end the night with a death. Now all these all our viewers, they're going to be haunted. And I I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen.
0: So Rick says, what causes you to get stuck? Well, one of the things is when you start to get shocked, you perspire. And of course, you have so much salt and saline and everything, and it ca- and you tense up. So that's just why they tell people all the time: if you're going to test, you to use the back of your hand. If you're going to, you know, touch a panel cover or what like that, I prefer to use a right. ticker, although they're fallible as well. So I don't trust them. But at the end of the day, it's when you grab on. So he was grabbing on, and I would feel that it's probably had something to do with the fact that he was leaning over. The, um, the rail of the metal stairs, and he was working on it. And I am thinking what ended up happening is um, he might have pushed the cart against something that was grounded, and when he touched it, it went through, and he was leaning over it and touching onto the actual rail. I don't know because it, was, it, it was part of the university. It wasn't us. It's not like I went back afterwards. Now, if it had been part of our company, you, you, I'm pretty sure I would know what happened. Right. Because there's going to be things you got to deal with. Right. Um, But at the end of the day, I didn't get, you know, I didn't get asked to speak what I saw. I didn't get asked to do anything. All I know is it it, it was chalked up as an accident and it happened and uh, I witnessed it. And I wish I didn't, but I ended up remembering it forever. And again, now that's what? Gosh, I'm 30 plus years later. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, he was fairly young. I would say he's probably his maintenance. I would say he was probably in his thirties. I'm sure he had kids. I'm sure he had, man, I don't want to, God.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the tough part is, is, is when you get in that situation and what you leave behind.
0: Now I really feel bad um, about yelling at Harry. God. No, Harry, Jay. Harry's
1: okay. He, he, he says he went to the massage parlor and he's seen many violations. Harry. You're going to the wrong massage parlor, buddy. There's going to be violations when you think you're getting a massage for 20 bucks. You know, there's probably happy endings, man. I mean, <laughs> hey, just saying. Hey. Violations everywhere there.
0: There you go. So, yeah. So, ending on that, <laughs> violations um Harry was violated. But at the end of <laughs> yes. at the end of the day, I I I you know, I'll end on a funny one. So I went on a job site, and as I got called out as the, you know, uh, I was ahead of the jurisdiction, and they called me out. They let, and the guy kind of tightened up. Uh, his sphincter got tightened when I arrived to the job site. And the first thing I did, I mean, y'all have heard me tell this one, it's about the ground rods, where the two ground rods, and uh, they were cut off. But, uh, but he yeah. had two ground rods in the ground, and I went up to him, and I kicked one of them, and it moved. And I looked at him, and it was hot, and he was telling me this long story about how hard it was to drive him, and that, oh, Mr. Abernathy, it was so bad. It was awful. And I went, really? And I reached down, and it pulled it right out of the ground. It was only four foot long. And I went over and looked at the other one and looked up at him, and of course, he was kind of blush. And I went to the other one, and it pulled right out of the ground. It cut him off and everything like that. And ultimately... What gave it away? He said, Mr. Matthew, how did you know? Okay, because you can imagine the rest of inspection didn't go well. He he stuck the pointy end up, and that was the part that was sticking out of the ground. That's the part you're supposed to drive, not stick that end up. So that was obvious that he did it. And then the other one, I could tell the top was cut off because the way ground rods are, they're tapered at the top. So if you were to drive it with a sledgehammer, it mushrooms out evenly. Okay? And if it cut if it has a cut in it, then the, the everything mushrooms out and the in the cuts are even. But if you cut it off and you hammer it down with sledgehammers, it mushrooms out uneven and it leaves big gaps in it. Okay? So at the end of the day, you know, I could tell by that as well. So again, that was uh par for the course. When I used to go out to find violations, I would find tons of violations. A lot of those improper case to neutrals that I believe... Who was it that was asking about that earlier? Who was it that was talking about improper case to neutrals?
1: Oh, the the panel one that was... Yeah, was, that was Harry.
0: Oh, Harry. That wasn't Harry. That was... Well, he was asking about the the
1: grounding on the three-phase panel. That was Is that uh, Harry? Do you bond neutrals and grounds?
0: Oh yeah, Harry yes, Mack. Harry. Yes, so that was uh, a Harry very Mack. common nightmare. That was sick. Okay, so I'd see that a lot, and again, that is a that could be a hazard. Why? Because it puts objectionable. It puts current traveling on metal parts. That <laughs> Harry says no. It wasn't me. I get you, Harry. I'm just saying. It does create a hazard because you get currents that circulate on metal parts. And, again, anybody could come in contact with it and touch it. Uh-oh, depending on, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah. um, well, we, we you know, an hour has come and gone. I will remind people again that if you want to attend our seminar below right here, Essential electro Calculations Online Seminar, November 21st, six hours of intense study on all the calculations that you need to really know – Transformer calculations, uh, motor calculations, the uh, range when you're taking a four wire three phase and you're doing supplying a single phase range off of a four a three phase four wire, and you're coming off of that with a three wire setup, you got to know how to do that calculation. Uh, we'll talk about what's up, Tim. We'll talk Sorry. about all kinds of different calculations. So again, if you're interested in that, right there below. It's going to happen on November 21st, 2020, it's a 6-hour webinar for 99 bucks. Go to electricalinstructor.com.
1: Hey, did you do you see who just strolls in? Look at Tim. Mis- Mr. Johnson. Tim. Mr. Johnson.
0: Look what the cat drug in on Halloween. Mr. Johnson. On Halloween.
1: Joins us. Mr. Johnson, what Mr. is Johnson. happening, dude? Hey, uh and you can go to electrician Live is electricianlive.com and, and check out all yes. the up-and-coming videos, check them out, send us some emails so we can fill yeah. in a couple more weeks out. So far, I think we're about a month out on scheduling, so mm-hmm. um, one, of the, one of the episodes is going to be my top five grounding and bonding questions uh, to you, so that's going to be fun. So
0: Yes, and you're not going to and he's not going to tell me the questions. Uh, he's going to let me, so that oh, so. Rapid I feel, fire, I really, man. I really feel bad now because I jumped, I jumped on Harry and who's somebody else saying that I don't talk code here, and now I'm a big fat liar because in that episode, you're going to ask me grounding and bonding questions, and I'm going to answer it, and it's obviously going to be code. So I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a liar.
1: Ah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say you're not, but I'm not going to sit here and say you are. I mean, I'm just – I'll let you determine that one. Anyways, fellas, thank you for showing up tonight, man. It felt so good to be back. I have a party I got to go attend to, so – Oh,
0: that's why he's dressed up. He didn't do it for all of us. <laughs> look at oh, that in the background. Look at this. Look at this. Whoop, whoop. Uh, look at this one. It's, it's the little Grunberg. The little one, Special Little Red guest, Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood. Here yeah, on. He is. I remember when I had little kids that went <laughs> trick or treating and all that kind of stuff decades ago. Enjoy the time. It, it will go by very quickly. Oh, <laughs> very quickly.
1: <laughs> say, hi. Uh, say hi. Say hi. That. Oh, she's got candy. Look at oh, that. She's got candy. She's
0: already been She's ready. She's ready. She's ready to fill somebody's basket or her own because, again, we put a basket out front. And far be it for us to think that in 2020 that if we put candy out there, that somebody, the kids that come up will take one or two pieces. We got the ring, and you see them just doing this, just raking the candy in, and we're like, chill, dude, one (laughs) or two pieces. We don't even have enough for the night. So, anyway. I should have put a sign up that said one or two pieces or I'm coming out there because I'm the Grinch, right? I'm supposed to, and now I'm dressed up as the Grinch tonight. All right. Anyway, till next time, folks, stay safe and God bless. And again, we'll see you next Saturday. And for all those in exam prep, I'll see you Wednesday night. Bring your code questions. Till next time, take care. If I can find the buttons to end on it tonight, Jay. Everything is out of sequence. Everything is out of sequence tonight. You're listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul Abernathy and Jay Brunberg.